Remar Nurses. It is winning Wednesday. I got to tell you guys, I, we're going to talk about abrupto placenta, but I love the encouragement that's already happening at the beginning of Winning Wednesday. Leah, you just made my day. You just don't know. Drop me your cash app because it's the holiday season and I'm giving out cash prizes. So Leah, for your motivation on today, you just won $100 cash. Remar, Team Remar, it's the holiday season. It's giving holiday cash today. We're going to be talking about abrupto placenta. And then we have five challenging NCLEX questions. Now, I, I was away. I was away on Monday. And I have a bone to pick with you guys because Mark did Monday motivation this week. And you guys gave Mark more likes than me on that YouTube video. And I cannot believe it. I cannot believe that you would do it to me like that. So I'm telling you right now, if you are a YouTube subscriber, redeem my reputation around here. I need you to like this video, comment, subscribe. Whew, he did a great job. I'm so grateful. Y'all. Ah, all right. Um, and if you didn't know, if you didn't know, we are, we are doing seven days of NCLEX once again, right? Seven days of NCLEX once again. So we have launched that sign up for this free NCLEX review and it will start December 26th through the new year. Hey, it's the seven days of NCLEX. Are you ready for this special holiday event? It is seven whole days of a free nursing review. And if you have a little elf like me, this is the perfect opportunity because we're gonna do it right online. You don't have to leave your home. Hey, what's better than your nursing license? What is better than your nursing license? Can you tell me anything? We want you to sign up for it. <laughs> Bring your little elf if you have to. We're all real people. We want to see you succeed. So sign up. Hit the link below. <laughs> Seven days of NCLEX. I tried to feature Shiloh in that video. Shiloh did a good job. Give it up for Shiloh. <clears throat> Woo, she had just turned one years old and struggled with real. But Seven Days of NCLEX is coming, and I am really excited. I want you to sign up for it because we're actually doing seven shifts. So every night, uh, we will be completing a nursing shift during seven days of NCLEX. So your very first shift starts December 26th. I want you guys to sign up for it because I'm going to be passing out mannequins. I'm going to be passing out um, health records. I'm going to make you, make you demonstrate that you know NCLEX information by being a real nurse. So I'm really excited about it. It's my next-gen NCLEX review, and, and as well, we'll be applying some of the principles of the new testing format to seven days of NCLEX. So yeah, go ahead and sign up, remarnurse.com forward slash seven days, seven days. Now, this has been the most exciting thing. Okay, let me show you this. Just click the link, okay? Make sure, we'll put the link in the video. Because I got to gotta tell you to sign up, sign up, sign up for seven days. But I also, I'm going to get into the topic for tonight. But you know that we just released V2, my newest NCLEX review, right? A better NCLEX review. I literally just released this program on Thanksgiving, which was days ago. And we already have our first V2 Remar testimonial. Listen, I have to read this. Leela Davis sent this to us. She says, good morning. 
Oh my God, I just want to take the time to say thank you for the V2 training program. It took me to find you guys to pass the NCLEX. I went yesterday to take the test and I found out this morning that I passed the NCLEX. I'm crying. I cannot tell you how much I am grateful for your family for helping me. I honestly was about to give up. Come on, but, but I thought about my husband and my one, two, three, four kids, four kids. I'm glad I purchased your program and listened to you on YouTube and you guys made me believe in myself and by the grace of God, I am an LPN. I can't thank you enough. I'm driving and dropping my kids off at school. I'm in tears. People is looking at me like, what is wrong? <laughs> People be looking at me. All right. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank you for your, thank you for the prayers. Thank you for everything. I love you guys. I am officially a nurse. Won't he do it? Won't he do it for you, for you? Love real life testimonials, a mother, a wife, now officially a nurse. Congratulations, Leela. I am so uh, proud of you for taking the step you pray and then you take action, right? And you can, you will, you must pass NCLEX. I tell you guys that all the time because with God, it's possible. Testimonials, testimonials, won't he? The V2 is only $89, and that is your content lectures lectures plus your question bank. And you know what? V2 is one of one. It's the only one of its kind. Content lectures plus next generation formatting. It's giving passing NCLEX vibes. Let's get into our subject tonight. This is Abruptio Placenta. We have been on this journey through pregnancy. Remember, we did placenta previa last winning Wednesday. So we are going to look at um, another pregnancy-related issue where the placenta is compromised. And this is abruptio placenta. We're in our maternity bag, okay? So the definition, this is the early separation of the placenta from the lining of the uterus before completion of the second stage of labor. It is defined as abnormal bleeding from small uterine arteries into the decidua bacillus. Now, remember, when you talk about the placenta separating, that is absolutely supposed to happen. The placenta is supposed to be separated from the uterus. However, in this condition, the timing is wrong. Not the fact that the placenta is separating, but the timing is wrong. The timing is too early. It's too early. So let's um let's let's get more into it. So with 
abruptio placenta it, it's a really it's a rare condition but it does happen and it is an emergency so that's why you need to know it for your nurse licensure exam because this condition can be fatal to the baby it can also be fatal to the mom too uh, it typically occurs before the the 37th week of gestation. And again, it is related to some maternal morbidity and mortality. So what are the risk factors of having abruptio placenta? Well, trauma or injury to the uterus, like uh, a car accident or falling or, uh, or, or, or a blow, a trauma blow to the stomach. That's why we are so protective of our moms. Like, I don't know you, 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 you mothers who are pregnant. You know when you're pregnant and a, an older woman sees you, she like, mm -mm, baby, have a seat. I don't want you walking around. Oh my goodness, you can't do. They don't. People don't want you to do anything. But it's a reason because that placenta is attached ever so gently. And so yes, if you fall, um, if you're sitting in a rocking chair and you you happen to fall back, if you're not, if you're what wearing high heel shoes, oh my goodness, that's a no no. So um, these are risk factors for abruptio placenta. Previous placenta abruption, mm -hmm. um, multiple gestations, twins or triplets, conditions such as high blood pressure, gestational diabetes or preeclampsia, smoking cigarettes. You know, uh, smoking cigarettes always is not going to be good for your health in general. Also, if you have some drug use, if there is a shorter umbilical cord, or if there is a geriatric pregnancy, which is a pregnancy over the age of 35. Yes, in maternity, you are in the geriatric category if you are over the age of 35. And so the risk factors, they can be really thought into uh, three groups. So you have your health history, right? So health history is your behaviors, your, your past obstetrical events, and your current pregnancies, right? And then also, you know, you have your current conditions, such as are you, you know, are you in a multiple gestation right now? And then trauma, what trauma can take place to the abdomen? What violence, motor vehicle accident, or fall can lead to this abruptio placenta? Other things as well, uterine fibroids can make um, can make the placental environment not as secure. Thrombo, uh, thrombophilia, where you have a, a blood clotting disorder, and then PROM, premature rupture of the membranes, where the water right breaks before the fetus is full term. Also rapid loss of amniotic fluid is going to put more pressure on the placenta. Signs and symptoms that we need to know, think these are characteristic of abruptio placenta. And so if you have, um, if, if you have How the Grinch Stole Christmas, that's a great read. But also if you have quick facts for NCLEX, I talk about the difference between placenta previa and abruptio placenta. So you want to be able for NCLEX to distinguish the difference between the twos. You wanna be able to recognize the cues of placenta previa and also recognize the cues of abruptio placenta. So here we are talking about 
Hey, Leela, we, Leela, I don't know, did you catch, we did a whole segment on you. We did a whole segment on you. You are unique to the Remark company because you are our very first V2 testimonial that we have gotten. So literally your comment was, it was, it was sent out to like all of us. We all saw it. Uh, so thank you so much for coming back. I love when y'all come back. This is winning Wednesday. So your testimonial was right on time. So we are um, talking about the symptoms, the cues for abruptio placenta, abdominal pain. Okay. Also, uterine contractions that are longer and more intense than average labor contractions. We have uterine tenderness. You have the uter the uterus is rigid. It is tense, right? It's firm. Backache or back pain. And that's because it's pain. It's pain. It's pain. This is painful. This is not like placenta previa, not a lot of pain, right? Abruptio placenta, pain. And decreased fetal movement. That baby is in distress. Distress. Now, there are different types of the abruptio placenta. I'm going to tell you four. And if you just look at the nomenclature of these types of um, abruptio placenta, they're going to help you to remember what they are more. So partial placenta abruptio, it occurs when the placenta does not completely detach from the uterine wall. So that makes sense. It's a partial condition. So we know that the placenta has not fully detached, only partially detached. Complete or total placenta abruptio. This occurs when the placenta completely detaches from the uterine wall. There is usually more vaginal bleeding associated with this type of abruption. And if you think about this condition, when the, when the, um, the uterine arteries are compromised and they begin to bleed, they get into a space between the placenta and the uterus. It's kind of like you know, when you put like my phone has a, a screen protector on it and, you know, um, when you are putting this on, you try to line it up perfectly. But sometimes there's a little air bubble that gets in the dog on dog on. And so you can see the bubble, the pocket between the screen protector and the phone. Right. That's kind of like what happens with a abruptio placenta. You begin to get pockets of blood between the placenta and the uterine wall. So that blood that's there, what it does is it begins to separate the placenta and the uterine wall more and more. And then it can also spread. Okay, it can also spread. So those arteries continue to bleed, right? They continue to be compromised. More of them are bleeding out. And that, that space... It's just separating. It's just moving down that placenta and separating it from the uterine wall. And so what's happening is then because there's so much blood now in between the uterine wall and placenta, then the placenta doesn't have a lot of surface area to exchange oxygen to the fetus. So the more blood that is present, the less oxygen is actually getting to the baby. So the baby begins to 
lose oxygenation, change colors, the brain begins to be affected. This is an emergency situation. Okay. Revealed placenta abruptio, a revealed placenta abruptio. This is when uh, you have visible, moderate to severe vaginal bleeding. So usually oh, uh, um, a healthcare provider, a nurse will not really know for sure what is the woman's issue if she just comes in and she is just complaining of pain, right? Not sure why, but when there's bleeding that occurs, it's like, okay, you're, you may be having either like what an abortion or you may be having a um, placenta previa or abruptio placenta. So bleeding is a characteristic of uh, placenta abruptio. So it's kind of revealing that this could be the issue. Concealed abruptio placenta, it, it is what it sounds like. This type have little or no vaginal bleeding. The blood is trapped, like I said, it's like a bubble, um, it's trapped between the placenta and the uterine wall. So when any of these conditions happen, we understand that the complications are going to be severe. They're gonna be severe. So number one, severe hemorrhaging because you have what is the, what is the, what, what did I tell you guys? Where's the bleeding coming from? The bleeding is coming from arteries. And so arteries tend to bleed out, right? They're very difficult to stop bleeding because they have this force behind them. So the blood is just coming out. Severe hemorrhaging can be expected. Another thing is fetal demise. Fetal demise. And, and, and that's just what it sounds like. And let me ask you guys this, because we're in the studying mood. If a baby is experiencing abruptio placenta and it's in the mother's womb, how is it going to compensate? What do you guys say? How is that baby going to compensate for the placenta not functioning properly? Because it's going to do something, right? Um, the human body is so amazing that when the baby's oxygenation is low, the baby will say, okay, mom, I'm not sure what's going on, but there's something that I can do for myself to help me in this situation. What is that thing that the baby can do? Does anybody know? Somebody said, try to leave. Baby like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Baby starts kicking. Baby starts. <laughs> um, well, yes, definitely. Uh, that, that would be an intervention of man. But what can the baby do that will help the circumstances, okay? And it's something that we as nurses would be able to pick up on. What is it? Yes, exactly. Good job, Remar nurses. So that baby, that baby is going to send the heart rate up, 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 up. Yes, that baby's going to increase their heart rate to help get the little bit of oxygen that they are receiving, okay? Um, the little bit of oxygen that they are receiving, that baby is going to say, hey, 
I got to spread this oxygen around. I got to spread it around. Shout out Ramon watching. It's good to have you on, brother. Uh, so yes, that is how we think about it as nurses. There's a signal and there's a cue happening. And you as a nurse, if you want to be a safe nurse, you have to be able to know and pick up on those things. So if everybody um, that didn't get that, that question or that thought process right, definitely review this subject because you got to know that that's how babies typically deal with complications in pregnancy. Babies have like one trick in their bag and it's like, I'm going to drop my heart rate or I'm going to increase my heart rate. That's all I can do. Okay. All right. So we're talking about abruptio placenta. Something else we will see is going to be a maternal death, a maternal death because uh, again, we're talking about hemorrhaging. Um, delivering premature infant, yes, if the situation is not right or conducive for health, that baby needs to come on down, come on down and come on out, okay? Coag um, coagulopathy, coagulopathy is essentially the a blood's inability to clot or coagulate, okay? Transfusion associated complications. The mom may be in, in need of blood, and just giving a patient blood, then that uh, that can put a mom at risk for yeah, transfusion associated complications and hysterectomy. Oh man, if the uterus is uh, damaged to the point where it can no longer uh, be healthy, it can no longer be a place for carrying another child, uh, it is going to have to be removed, which could be a life-saving measure for the mother. So hysterectomies are challenging to go through. Nobody, um, nobody would sign up for it, but it is a complication of this certain condition. Okay. Um, abruptio placenta grading. This is just for those of you who like to go a little bit deeper. You don't have to know the grading for NCLEX, but if you think about the grading, we can kind of talk about how the complications or the environment of the fetus changes. So a grade of zero, essentially there is no indication of placental separation and the diagnosis of slight separation is made after birth. So a woman can go through a pregnancy and really not have any symptoms or have any complications and have a very, very mild, insignificant um, presentation of abruptio placenta. One, a great one. There is minimal separation, which causes vaginal bleeding, but no changes in fetal vital signs occur. So because the placenta and the uterus has a great attachment, there's a large surface area that they are attached to, you can have a bleed in a small space. And that blood will trickle down and trickle out into the vaginal canal. And then the baby will be fine because there's a greater amount of the placenta that is functioning healthy and contributing good oxygen to that fetus. So that would be a grade one. Again, minimal separation, a small amount of a bubble has occurred, but no changes in the fetal vital signs. Are you guys tracking with me? This is, this is Winning Wednesday. We come here in the middle of the week and we just, we just do a power study session. Okay. Grade two, we are learning about the, the stages 
that a placenta can come through. Moderate separation occurs and fetal distress is already evident, okay? The uterus is also hard and painful upon palpation. How should the uterus feel? It should feel, it should feel like a water balloon. Like it should be like soft and kind of, kind of, you know, squishy, right? Um, but also you should have the baby in there too. So it definitely is not going to be hard. The, the moderate separation is going to be because of blood inflowing, spreading, blood separating, separating. All right. Um, and then so grade three is our highest. And this is extreme separation, maternal shock. So we know that the blood pressure is dropping. The heart rate is going down. And that baby is in there not doing well. Fetal death is imminent if no interventions are done. And our interventions, we got to get that baby out. All right. We're going to talk more about it. Let's let's go to the nursing responsibilities. Come on in. We are closing up our session on abruptio placenta. I hope you caught it. We're now at our responsibilities as nurses after we've recognized the signs. We've understood that this is an emergency. We have no time to play. So what we're going to do is nurses, we're going to assess for signs of shock, especially with heavy bleeding. And where are we going to see this bleeding? Where's the bleeding going to come from? It's going to be vaginally. Okay. Vaginally. That's a good question. I'm going to go back to it. Um, what causes the uterus? I, the question is here um, from AF. What causes the uterus to be hard in stage two? Does anybody want to answer that question for me? When we talk about um, with abruptio placenta, what ca causes the abdomen to be rigid? Does anybody know that? Because remember, this is a bleeding disorder. This is a bleeding disorder. So what's going to be happening is you're going to have blood. You're going to have blood in a space where it should not be. Okay. Um, typically the blood is leaking out of the what? The arteries. So the arteries are made to contain blood. You don't really feel um, well, unless you're, unless you're, you know, really palpating an artery like you're about to do an arterial blood gas, you know, we need, we need oxygen and we get it from the arteries, right? We need to check the oxygen level in the arteries, but the detached placenta, the blood that is causing the placenta to be detached is going to make that, um, is going to make that, that uterus feel firm. It's going to make it feel firm. So essentially it is the blood that is not supposed to be there. Okay, good question, good question, good question. So we're going back to our nursing responsibilities. Assess if the bleeding is internal or external, right? Um, it could be a vaginal bleeding or if, there, if, the, um, if the uterus is filling up, that lining is filling up with blood, then it will be, ex in, it will be, hold on, if it's out of the vaginal canal, it'll be external. If it's around the uterine cavity, it's going to be internal. There we go. When the uterus um, is contracting to stop the bleeding. Oh, so that's really good. That's a good question. In this case, 
you are going to have some um you are going to have some contractions right um you are going to have some contractions but the question is will they be effective right because we have contractions post labor right as as delivering mothers because the uterus is empty and the uterus is trying to stop the contract uh, stop stop the bleeding and it is effective to a certain extent right the uterus just has to focus on healing um itself but however these contractions are not going to be helpful they will actually be more towards expelling the baby as opposed to fixing the condition okay great question love that question okay um monitor contractions if separation occurs during labor obtain baseline vital signs we definitely want to know where the mom is uh, assess the time the bleeding began the amount of and kind of bleeding and interventions done when bleeding occurred if it started before a mission and then assess for the quality of pain yes excellent other nursing responsibilities this is something we should know what position do we put the laboring mother in distress in absolutely the lateral position left lateral not supine we want to avoid pressure um, in the vena cava we monitor the fetal heart sounds well that just makes sense we also are monitoring fetal vital signs to establish a baseline data and we are not doing any kind of vaginal or abdominal examinations as nurses we're not going to do that that is going to need to be uh, deferred to the ob okay the ob doctor so we wouldn't do that now the topic has been presented it's time for the questions i'm looking for you guys to actually i'm looking for you guys to get four out of five of these right I know that you can do them if you review the information. You may have one slip up, but I'm 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 challenging you guys today. Four out of five. Here's the first question. Lego. Question number one: The nurse is assessing a pregnant client with a diagnosis of abruptio placenta. Which manifestations of this condition would the nurse expect to note? Number one nausea two diarrhea three scanty bleeding four rigid uterus let's go let's get these comments in no time to waste first mind go with it don't second guess it don't overcomplicate it it's really that simple when you have the right content i want to see us on the same page tonight because this is a pretty straightforward condition it is what it is, and it is what I told y'all. We reviewed this content. Correct answer, four, everybody should have rigid uterus. Remember, the pregnant mother with abruptio placenta may present with a uterus that is tense and rigid because of the what? Because of the bleeding. Um, sometimes if you want to be fancy, you can call this a cavalier uterus, but just keep it simple. It's a board-like hard uterus without any bleeding, okay? Moving on, most of us got it right. Some of us fell for the scanty bleeding, but the rigid uterus is going to be more appropriate. Question two, 
which among the following factors increases the risk of having an abruptio placenta? Talking risk factors here. Okay. Number one, over 35 years of age. Two, having diabetes mellitus. Three, eating foods high in fat. Or four, cancer. Here we go now. Here we go now. Here we go. This is the second opportunity to get a second question right. Which of the following factors increases the risk of having an abruptio placenta? Correct answer. Good job, Joanne. You got it. It is over 35 years of age. Talking about a geriatric situation right here. Factors that can be identified during the health history that increase the risk of placental abruption include smoking, cocaine use during pregnancy, maternal age over 35 years, hypertension, and placental abruption in a prior pregnancy. That's right. That's right. Question number three. Nurse Mary is explaining to her colleague about the different types of abruptio placenta. What is this type where there is little or no visible vaginal bleeding and blood is trapped between the placenta and uterine wall? Is it number one, partial abruptio placenta? Two, revealed abruptio placenta. Three, marginal implantation, or four, concealed abruptio placenta. What say you guys? We are talking about the different types of abruptio placenta. And remember, I said the key to understanding is in the name. It's in the name. So what here makes the most sense? And it's okay if you don't know. If you're like, Regina, I'm just, I'm just not getting it. It's all right. Come on in. Have a seat. We're learning today. I don't care if you guys listen. I don't care if you get them all wrong today. As long as when it's time to take NCLEX, you get them right then, right? Correct answer is POW! Four. Concealed abruptio placenta. Yes! You did it! You did it! You did it! And concealed abruptio placenta blood is retained behind the placenta. And so it doesn't communicate with the cervix. It does not, uh, it does not leak out into the cervix. Oh, yes, 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 yes. All right. Let's go to question number four. I have to keep rolling. Miss Verona is having intense and board-like uterine contractions and reports having visible, moderate to severe vaginal bleeding. The nurse suspects that this type of abruptio placenta is number one, partial abruptio placenta, two, revealed abruptio placenta, three, marginal implantation, or four, concealed abruptio placenta. All right, I see the answers rolling in. You guys are pretty much on the same page tonight. It's a love. It's lovely to see. It really is. Because that means that I have mastered the teaching of this. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Okay, guys. The correct answer. You got it. Revealed abruptio placenta. Placenta abruption is a condition during pregnancy when the placenta separates from the uterus. We know that, right? In revealed placentia abruptions, the client has visible, moderate to severe vaginal bleeding. That's it. That's the name. Question number five, I'm moving on. Miss Tyrone was admitted in the maternity ward due to abruptio placenta at 35 weeks gestation. Mm. She is at risk of which blood dyscrasias? Hey, number one, leukopenia. Two, thrombocytopenia. Four, disseminated intravascular coagulation. Mm. Four, idiopathic thrombocytopenia purpura. Ooh, ooh. This is critical thinking right here. But also, this will tell me if you guys truly have an, uh, an advanced understanding of this condition. Because I didn't necessarily give you this answer. Like, I gave you guys the other answers. This answer, I didn't give you, but I kind of hinted at it. Did you pick up my hint? Did you pick up what I was dropping? Okay. Hmm, most of you did. Correct answer is number three, the clotting disorder, the coagulopathy disorder. Eruptio placenta is a cause of DIC. Very dangerous. We talked about DIC in a Winning Wednesday session. Go back and watch it because it activates the clotting cascade after hemorrhage. This condition, mm, 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 you need to know it. Okay. Um, and so, again, if you have quick facts, actually, let me. I like that. Quick facts for NCLEX. Let's do a little review because we did talk about, we have talked about abruptio placenta and placenta previa. So I'm going to find it in here. Oh goodness. Where is abruptio placenta versus placenta previa? I want to quiz you guys on it. This is how you should be studying for your, um, how your NCLEX exam with quick facts because it's question and answer, you should be looking and you should be saying, okay, can somebody quiz me from this book? Where is it at? Who wrote this book? Okay, are you guys ready? I want you. <laughs> thank you. Ah, thank you. All right. Um, okay, so I want you to put on the screen if what I'm saying is placenta previa or abruptio placenta. And you can just put PP or you could just put AP. All right, here we go. Okay. Hmm. If I say the word blood clots, is that placenta, is that PP or AP, blood clots? Mm -mm 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 -mm. Am I going to see blood clots in placenta previa or abruptio placenta? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah. Ah, 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 okay. It is. It is abruptio placenta. 
okay? Okay, if I say the word, if I say the word um, contractions, if I say the word contractions, is it AP or PP? And I'm going right from the book. It's, it's in the text. This is how you study quick facts. Over 400 people studying quick facts right now. Biggest study session on the planet. Congratulations, guys. All right. Contractions. Yes, definitely AP. Because remember, with placenta previa, it's usually painless. It's usually painless. Okay. Let me move on. Let me move on. Mm -mm -mm -mm. What if I said, hmm, what if I said, well, I guess I can say that for both. See, a lot of these are the same. Okay. Anyways. <clears throat> Third trimester. Abruptio placenta or placenta previa? PP or AP? I'm challenging you guys. I did tell you this, but it's also in the book. And don't be cheating. Because some of y'all gonna tell me what page is on because y'all looking at it. Don't 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 answer. Okay. Third trimester. All right. Is that AP or PP? Third trimester. It is, no, third trimester is PP, placenta previa, placenta previa, okay? That's more likely seen in the third trimester. Okay, let me ask you this. Are y'all ready? Okay, what was, um, oh, no, no, okay, no, no, let me ask you this. Which condition has more bleeding? Which condition has more bleeding? Is it uh, placenta previa, PP, or abruptio placenta? Which condition has more bleeding? We talking, we talking. This is Winning Wednesday. This is how you win. Mm -hmm. Oh, a split. I love this because each answer is different. I'm trying to make this as difficult as possible. <laughs> um... What did I say? Which condition has more bleeding? It is placenta previa. Placenta previa has more, has more bleeding. All right. Um, which, con which condition is the cervix covered? Which condition is the cervix covered? Remember, we talked about um, the communication with the cervix between um Abruptio placenta and placenta previa, but which one has the placenta covered? Oh, the cervix covered. The cervix covered. What do you guys say? Put your comments on the screen. The answer to that, you will be happy to know, if you didn't know, is placenta previa. Okay, guys. So this is how you study quick facts. This is how you review that content and make sure that you're up to speed with it. We will be doing a lot of this during seven days of NCLEX. So please make sure that you sign up for it because it is happening 
this holiday season and you can join it for free seven days seven nursing shifts i want to know at the end of it because there's a little there's going to be in your workbook there's going to be a checkbox was I a safe nurse today? And you're going to have to check it based off of the things that I give you, the tasks. So you can join free, sign up right now. We have 400 students signed up for it already. Um, remarnurse.com forward slash seven days. You're going to get a free workbook. We're going to do the NCLEX reviews. I'm going to give you mannequins, everything. Like it's going to be a real nursing shift. Okay. Every night. Can't wait to do it with you guys. Haven't done anything like this before. You guys know we usually do seven days of NCLEX. Um, let me just show you the commercial. Here we go. Hey, it's the seven days of NCLEX. Are you ready for this special holiday event? It is seven whole days of a free nursing review. And if you have a little elf like me, this is the perfect opportunity because we're gonna do it right online. You don't have to leave your home. Hey, what's better than your nursing license? What is better than your nursing license? Can you tell me anything? We want you to sign up for it. <laughs> Bring your little elf if you have to. We're all real people. We want to see you succeed. So sign up, hit the link below. Let me let me tell you something. I mean, I know, don't bring the elves. Don't bring the elves because the elves can be a distraction. <laughs> the elves can be a distraction. Leave the elves. But do bring yourself, bring your workbook. Make sure that you are ready to go. You guys know I do seven days of NCLEX. It's a yearly event. But this time, breaking it up into shifts and having you guys do actual tasks, I'm just I'm, I'm just really looking forward to it. So don't miss it. Join with me. It's the holiday season. This is when nursing students are notoriously distracted. We have some goals to meet. It's not it's the new year is coming, but we can still be prepared in 2022. And also, we will be talking a lot about V2, next gen NCLEX. We will be hopefully I will be reading more testimonials. Mm -hmm. with next gen uh with with the v2 with the uh, with the v2 so shout out to everybody watching here today i just see these comments coming up i passed my exams last july but i can't stop studying with you regina happy holidays that just made my night that just made my night um and also 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 okay i got your testimonial okay let me read this testimonial at regina me I passed my NCLEX this past Saturday on 12-3. You got it in at the last minute. The year was almost over. Thank you so much for all that you do. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. Every Wednesday, you guys can always find me right here with you guys for Winning Wednesday. I am kind of jealous, though. I, I can't even tell you guys how much I've been hearing about this thing that happened. Mark did Monday Motivation. And you guys gave him more likes. So right now, stop everything and like this video. Like this video, especially if you're watching on YouTube. Come through for your girl. Come through for your girl so that I can redeem, <laughs> redeem my reputation here at Remar. It's been a thing. Also, text me directly, 855-696-0132. Text the word NCLEX. And we can get started with how to um, how to get you prepared for your NCLEX, how to get you ready for it. Um, if you need to get into the V2, let me know. I know some people are saying, hey, I need to sign up for it. I need to get into it right now. The price for V2 is phenomenal. There's nothing like it right now on the market. It is literally one of one. Your lectures plus your question bank 
Plus, if you are taking NextGen NCLEX, or even if you're not, and you want to try your hand at the case studies, you want to see partial credit, you want to get a feel for um, creating your own, creating your own in, um, practice exams, V2 will do all of that for you. I, I am just like amazed that the experience that the students are having and the feedback and everybody, you guys are working with me. Like, we like this about V2. We don't like this about V2. Make this, add this. I love it. I love it, guys. Y'all have to know that I hear you guys. I hear you guys with the, you want the, uh, the, the, the what, the fundamentals course, right? That's what I've been hearing. Like, Regina, we want the fundamentals course. I, I hear y'all about that. So y'all want, there's so many things. Are you going to have a physical workbook? Yes, those things like that. So be prepared to be amazed very soon, very soon, guys. Okay, um, so I will leave you guys with this, which is what I always say. You can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX. Seven days of NCLEX is coming. Make sure you sign up for it right now, guys. I cannot wait for us to drop this the day after Christmas. Usually, I'm so excited about Christmas. Mark, bring in the letters. Hurry, quickly. I'm going to tell y'all, I'm usually so excited about Christmas, which I am. Christmas is like huge for me. I have three kids. I have an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and Shiloh's now two. So it's a big deal. We decorate. We do all these things. And I'm super excited. Do you guys, do you guys have the same love for the holidays as me? I don't know. I hope that you do. Because this is how important it is to me is that like I am ready for I am ready for that to be over so that I could do seven days of NCLEX. So tonight, um, before the broadcast, which is why I was kind of late, um, I made these uh, certificates for my kids to let them know that this year they did make Santa's nice list, right? Um, and so in the morning when they wake up, they're going to have like little le letters from Santa. And my kids know that I'm Santa Claus. Like they absolutely know that it's me, but I still have to, I still have to send them official letters because I'm like an author. So like I have like, different letters from different departments. <laughs> like I do letters from different departments in Santa's workshop to my kids so that they understand that like business has multiple facets to it. Anyways, like the welcome committee, like I literally like Michael's on like my son. And again, these certificates and I'm, I'm, I love Christmas, but I'm so looking forward to seven days of NCLEX with you guys, that is going to be the highlight of my holiday season. But we still have to do the parent thing and we still have to make sure that we give our kids good gifts. And Mark, you have to give me a good gift too as well. That's part of this whole transaction. So the gift that I will be bringing to you guys is seven days of NCLEX. Whew. Getting you guys ready. And then you guys will also be giving yourself the gift of either V2, right? You're going to invest in your education, you're going to invest in your training, you're going to get in there, you're going to sacrifice and study, and then you will be giving your, yourself the gift of your nursing license. Because no matter what anybody says, your nursing license is the gift that keeps on giving for a lifetime. I mean, you get that nursing license one time, you can listen. You can expect a gift every two weeks with that nursing license. I just had a Remar nurse um, 
messaged me and she said, hey, Regina, I'm about to get another job. There's so many jobs out here that I really, I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to go to the next level. And I said, go girl, go to the next level. That's what it's about. This is the season. If you missing out on this nursing season and you are not getting this nursing, um, these nursing jobs, this nursing money, Listen, if you are not in nursing right now and you just sitting back watching, I don't know if there's ever going to be a time like this again. I really don't. This is such a unique time to be in the field of nursing. You get in here, y'all. Get in here and get one of these. What is it? It's a chicken salad. It's a nursing license and you need to have yours. Okay. so yes, you can. You will. You must pass NCLEX. I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, you guys. Um, I just wanted to kind of tell you a quick story. Back in 2009, I graduated from nursing school, and I took my NCLEX, and unfortunately, I didn't pass the first time. But nursing has always tugged at my heart, and this is something that I really feel is my passion. And so I decided to get back into it. So I stumbled upon Regina's video on YouTube. And when I tell you the motivation, the content, oh my God, I fell in love, okay? So immediately I purchased the Quick Facts, the five star, instantly. I said I have to get on her program, see what's going on, to see if I can, you know, get back into the nursing field. Boom. Then I purchased the VT trainer. And let me tell you, it is the bomb, okay? Content, content, content. When I mean you need content, oh, it helped me so much. Thank you so much, Regina. I appreciate it. Oh, I am so grateful. And those exact phrases and words that you told me to repeat, I repeat it every day. I can, I will, I must pass in clicks. And guess what, y'all? I'm officially a Remar nurse. And I just want to tell you, you can, you will, you must pass in clicks. You can do it. Stay committed. Thank you so much, Regina. Thank you.